Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Department Podcast. I am Stephen Bologna, alongside Jesse Norman, and it's time again for Mock Draft season. It is currently March 9th. The NFL Combine just ended this past weekend. Free agency starts in less than a week, and we are a month and a half away from the draft, a month and 20 days. So it's coming fast, Jesse. So first off, how are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good, diving into uh, some combine stuff. Not too, too heavy, but uh, I think there were a lot of guys that helped themselves at the combine. I think a lot more that helped themselves than uh, hurt themselves. I think some guys uh, jumped up a lot, um, looking particularly at some of the quarterbacks. I think that seeing how all of them threw kind of made it established that we are probably going to have four guys going in the top ten. Yeah. And maybe even if something as crazy as top seven, if yeah. in reality, like, yeah, like you said, I mean, the, the biggest winner probably is Anthony Richardson, just because the physical attributes really popped and no one really expected that. And then he comes out and throws a 65 yard dime and everyone's like, okay, holy shit. So like you said, a lot of guys helped themselves. A couple guys hurt themselves. Um, Maybe not necessarily first rounders, but like you said, this is expected to be a very quarterback heavy uh, top 10 it is. Uh, and for this mock, what we did was the Bears, all signs indicate to them wanting to move out of number one. And there's really no rumors about who's interested, but Indianapolis is a team that was rumored originally to be interested. Uh, Jim Irsay said in a press conference with new head coach, uh, I forgot who they're uh, Who's their new head coach? Uh, Sorry, who were we talking about? The Colts. Who's their new head coach? Oh, uh, Steichen. Steichen, yeah. The Eagles offensive coordinator. Yeah. Jim Irsay said in that press conference, quote, they they want to find a young quarterback, and he loves the kid from Alabama. So most likely the Bears trade out of one, and in this mock we have the Colts going up to one to select whoever Jesse thinks. Jesse's going to have the odds. I'm going to have the evens. And let's get right off, Jesse. You are going to have the number one pick. And um, who, no no time on this. Take your time, whatever you think. So as far as if it's the Colts, I do think Bryce Young is the pick. I don't know if he's necessarily my QB one, but I do think if the Colts are taking, taking a QB at number one, I think it's going to be Bryce Young. All right. Bryce Young comes off the board at number one. And, yeah, I mean, Bryce Young was kind of QB1 going in all of last season, coming into this draft, and, you know, didn't uh, run at the Combine, didn't really do – he didn't do anything at the Combine. Uh, he's He was there supporting, yeah. though. Um, his pro days really is where he's going to make his money. Kind of coming into the draft, like I said, it was Bryce Young all the way QB1. Comes out, measures as the same height as Kyler Murray. Uh, doesn't throw. Anthony Richardson has a great combine. Will Levis has a great combine. Stroud had a pretty good combine. Really good combine. So eh, Bryce Young might not necessarily be the bona fide guaranteed number one pick, but I think he's still currently the favorite. And I mean, you can't go wrong, I guess it's, it's risky a little bit, I guess with the height situation, but I mean, we, we do this every time a short quarterback comes out. It's all he's not going to be able to survive. He's 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 too tiny, and they end up most of the time being pretty good. So I'm with you. Yeah, I think I uh, mean Bryce Bryce has the tape. Uh, I don't mind him mostly skipping the combine because he wasn't going to do good in those trials in those drills. Uh, his best asset is his game tape. The fact that. Bama realistically shouldn't have even really been that good this year. They didn't really have any good receivers. Uh, and they needed him to be Superman more often than not. And most of the time he delivered, even through injury. Um, that is one other thing that I am a little worried about. Uh, yes, I know he is the same size as Kyler. Kyler is a much better athlete. Um, yeah. Kyler, you know, is a top five uh, baseball draft pick as well. Um, Bryce is a better quarterback overall leader, I think, thrower of the football. Um, but his injury history does worry me a little bit. He has not also stayed fully healthy in college. 
I do yeah. think there is a chance that he maybe doesn't hold up in the league as well. But I think the tape just proves – I don't think you can go another guy at number one, specifically if you're Indianapolis. If somehow uh, a quarterback doesn't go number one, if the Bears are picking at number one, and I'm Houston, I don't know if I do Bryce Young. If I'm Houston, I maybe do C.J. Stroud. But in this particular scenario with Indianapolis, I'm going Bryce Young. Yeah, and I think Ursay wants the the big name Alabama guy. He's going to sell tickets. I, I think Young is is definitely worthy of the first overall pick, and you know, in, in this case, um, he's going to land in Indianapolis. So Bryce Young goes number one, and Houston's on the board at two. And Houston screwed themselves out of this first overall pick by by beating Indianapolis in Week 17 of or 18 of last season. Lovey uh, Smith, yeah, Lovey Smith gets canned. They bring in, they bring back D'Amico Ryan's last time as a player, now as a coach, defensive minded guy, but. Um, Clearly, quarterbacks in need. Now, with free agency, this could be interesting because I've seen reports that they really want Jimmy G. Now, oh. yeah, and Ooh. it's do you sign Jimmy G and hopefully he's there for multiple years and you pass on a quarterback here. But at the same time, like I, you know, Jimmy G is going down at some point in the year. Yeah. Well, and also, like, is this really. I understand next year there's Caleb Williams and everything, but is this really the year to pass on a quarterback? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I know a lot of – it's the way it looks now in next year's quarterback class. is just going to be I actually great. hate that. I, I hate that. <laughs> I know. But he has the connections with the Niners there. Yeah, no. It may, oh, it absolutely 110% makes sense. But, like, I would rather they just, like, try to trade for Trey Lance at that point. Jim, ew, ew. Yeah, but nevertheless, Jimmy G is not going to be cheap. Okay, he's going to want a lot of money. He's going to be expensive, and there are other teams like the Raiders who have connections to Jimmy G that may want him even more. And the Texans are still rebuilding. Um, that's why I am going to go C.J. Stroud here too. I I really like C.J. Stroud. Like he has just no one's talked about him for the past few weeks it's been all anthony richardson and will levis and bryce young and everyone just kind of seems to forget about cj stroud super successful great arm great accuracy dual so pretty somewhat dual threat not maybe as if as you, much as anthony once richardson. we see in the georgia game yeah i mean cj stroud is a stud he's been consistent for the past two years as a starter I, I love CJ Shroud. I really I had him as my QB one coming in. Obviously, more reevaluating is going to determine that again for me. But I, I'm I'm going Stroud at two. I think this is a good fit. Yeah, I put I put Stroud on the same uh, tier as Young. And I think if I'm the Texans and I'm taking a quarterback, like I said, I think I would take CJ Stroud. Um, just with the higher upside, the you know more standard measurables. Um, I think Stroud is a top tier quarterback and in most classes would be QB one. This just happens to be a very stacked class. Some people have him at QB three or four, but I think that's more of a test to just how good of a class this is. I agree. Um, so Arizona has picked three and just before you go last week, Jalen Carter was brought into custody over an alleged reckless driving count that murdered that got killed one of his teammates or someone that was a part of the Georgia football program didn't test at the combine. He was there, I believe, but he didn't test. So this could be something that maybe hurts his draft stock a bit, but oh, 110% Arizona can kind of go many ways here. They could trade out on draft night, but what do you think? I think most likely, uh, you know, trading out would be fantastic for them if they could. But I think yeah. leading up to the draft, we always think there's going to be more tradebacks than actually happen. Um, I think because teams just value picks too much to a certain extent to where they don't want to go in the hole, um, usually unless it's for a quarterback. Um, so I think it's always nice to want to trade back, but you need a partner for that. And then I think, yeah, like you said, the Jalen Carter stuff makes this a much easier decision for me of, if you're picking one defensive guy between Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, 
I'm at this point going to go Will Anderson because yeah. he doesn't have uh, a manslaughter case at the minimum uh, going against him. Yeah, I, I so, agree. Anderson, like, he was another one. Going into last season, he was a dominant force. Again, the Heisman hopeful as a yeah. defensive player. Yeah, maybe not the the as good of a season this year, but he is a freak off of the edge, and I think that's pretty well known. Arizona's defensive line, now that Y is retired and Zach Allen's a free agent, I couldn't tell you a single defensive lineman that they have. I really couldn't. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't know. Zach no, Zach I Allen was their good DT, yeah. and J.J. Watt was their good end. Yeah. They traded Chandler Jones. Yeah, I've got no fucking clue. So I love this pick for them with Will Anderson. Zayvon Collins, I mean, is more of a free roam linebacker, so I don't think he's playing there. Yeah, I mean, this Will Anderson's an athletic freak. Buda Baker's an athletic freak. Isaiah Simmons is an athletic freak. You know, you have some pieces for a good athletic defense. Um, who they who did they bring? Oh, they brought in Gannon, a defensive minded yeah, coach. Yeah. So this this kind of could be a, a match made in heaven. But I agree. If there's a team that really likes Anthony Richardson or Will Levis and sees Young and Shroud off the board, like a Carolina or a Vegas, you could see a potential move up here on draft night. Yeah. All right, so Will Anderson, three to the Cardinals. At four now, I have Chicago. And, you know, Chicago, they need they need a disruptor. And, you know, with the Jalen Carter stuff, he's obviously going to plead his his innocence. And it, the, he was, I think he was bailed out like the same. He was only at the police station for a few hours. So there really hasn't been no news on this recently. Now, of, of course, this is – you know, there's we're probably not going to get much use. Obviously, building up the draft night's different, but I'm going to take Jalen Carter here for Chicago. You can get player wise the number one player in the class to many at pick four as you're trading down. They when they were most dominant, it was in 2018 with that with that defense, and that defense had a lot of they had a monster defensive line, and I, I think with Jalen Carter again, people question the character issues, but then you hear stories that he's actually a really great guy. So I'm not buying into that. I'm taking Jalen Carter here at four. Yeah, I mean, I think that was always uh, the person I thought Chicago should have gone with regardless of where they were picking. Um, in a Matt Eberflus defense, you're going to want a DeForest Buckner type. I think yeah. Carter yeah. gives you that as a prospect and more. Um, I think he's a top-flight defensive line uh, prospect uh, Trayvon Walker went number one yeah. last yeah. year. He was Jalen Carter was viewed as a much better prospect than Trayvon Walker and anybody else on the Georgia defense, uh, including Jordan Davis as well. First rounders everywhere. Jalen Carter was deemed usually as the highest rated prospect. So getting him at number four, um, even with the you know pending trial and everything, I think you know he falls to that four or five range. Uh, and you're probably ending up with what could be the best player overall uh, of this class. I'm with you. He is an elite pass rusher and elite run stuffer. So Chicago gets their guy while also getting a couple picks in return. Now, Seattle, this is Denver's pick. They got it from the Russell Wilson trade. One of two first round picks this year. What do they do, Jesse? I think there's two there's two things I'm thinking here. Either you trade down for either a Raiders or a Panthers pick yep. for them trying to trade up over even if the Lions, you know, I don't think the Lions are necessarily going to go quarterback, but just in the case, even and then if you're the Panthers, you're jumping the Raiders. Yeah. If the Seahawks do keep this pick, however, um, I think the pick is Tyree Wilson. Okay. Um Anthony Richardson said he had a very good uh, chat with Pete Carroll. I saw and that. that. They had a very good uh, time in the interview and everything. I I really just don't see them getting Richardson and then sitting him for at minimum, what, two years? Yeah. I, I just don't – I don't see that with their timeline. I think Tyree Wilson immediately gives them an edge threat that they can add to that defense. 
move all over the place. And then now they have top tier defensive prospects at every single level. You put uh, Tyree Wilson on the line. You have Jordan Brooks behind him. You have uh, Tariq Woolen in in the uh, in the secondary, and you have top tier prospects. And you still have more picks to come. Yep, I'm with you. They they need an edge rusher. Um, Carlos Dunlap isn't cutting anymore. Let's be honest. So get an energetic guy that can rush the passer and. Uh, it'll lead to good things, as we all know. If so, Carter falls to them also, I think Carter's oh, yeah. uh, a great pick there, too. Yeah, if, if Carter starts to free fall, it won't be for long, cause, just because of how great the player that he is. Um, so Tyree Wilson goes five. Another team also to monitor, too, in this in this for a trade-up is Atlanta. I think Atlanta's a big one. Um, Lamar, the the Lamar news that he is available yeah, all to the, with other teams. All the Lamar news just for him to get the non-exclusive tag, and then within 20 minutes, they said, no, Atlanta's not interested. You know what's like, funny? Wh- what do you mean? They just were interested all this time. The Falcons' official Twitter retweeted the Diana Rossini tweet that they weren't interested. <laughs> Why? I, Why dude, I don't know. out of your way? Literally, I know. But that that could be a potential if if they do want to trade up. But we're here with the Lions. This is the Rams pick. This is from the Matthew Stafford trade, who today actually I believe is on the market and as the well. Block. Yeah, and the block. It, it's they got the ring. That's what matters. That's yeah, all that matters. It's shaping up to be a good offseason. But we sit here at six, and like you said, they're kind of in the same situation as Seattle. They still have a veteran quarterback who played really well last year. No reason to have to reach for someone here that you don't necessarily want just because you feel the pressure of taking him golf. Now, I mean, 20 million a year is looked at as a discount and this is a team that almost made the playoffs last year. So should have made the playoffs would have been the better, would have been the best team to make the playoffs. Yeah. The most interesting. So we sit here at six and there's really no incredible defensive lineman. Nothing, you know, maybe a receiver, but I I, I, I am going to go corner here. I'm going to go Devin Witherspoon, who has skyrocketed to CB1 the past couple weeks. Witherspoon's really good. Overall. Yeah, I mean, Okuda's, the jury's still out, but it's been three years and, you know, not the best return for a third overall pick. Other yeah. than that, I, I think they still roll out like Amani Oarie as their CB2. Yeah, Oarie. He's not, I mean, he's not the worst. Not horrible, but you know, this, this is a team that can use use uh, a playmaker on defense. Witherspoon, like you said, I mean, he's got great tape. He is, to me, a little. he's more of a zone corner, I feel. Uh, the, the size is a little scary. I believe he's only 5'10", which is a little bit tough. And, you know, obviously going up against some, like a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, potentially. But Witherspoon, like I said, he, he's skyrocketed into the – top corner in the class to a lot of people. It's kind of either him or Christian Gonzalez. He had a really good combine. I think it's a good fit for them at six. I think the Raiders rush this to the podium if this is how it shakes out. And they take <laughs> yeah. Levis. I I'm think they you. take Levis immediately. Um, I was kind of out on Levis. I kind of got back in on Levis. Um uh, all throughout the year uh, wasn't talked about. He had a, le- a shoulder injury that made it so that he pretty much couldn't throw to the left side of the field accurately. Um, I think going back and looking, a lot of his interceptions are end-of-half interceptions, forcing it when his team is behind. Um, I think losing the offensive coordinator through the year, uh, losing some offensive pieces from the year before, I think it was a lot harder for Levis to live up to the hype than he initially came in with. I think all the attributes are there. All the tools are there. And I think the Raiders would love if he fell to them at seven and they didn't have to make a move up for him. I agree. I feel like Levis is a guy that can shock people and be taken number one overall just because of those raw at that raw ability. He's got 
the day he gets drafted, he's going to have one of the strongest arms in the NFL, throwing 70, 65, 70-yard passes at the combine on the money. He registered one of the fastest throws in combine history. I think he ran like a 4 He had six. the highest velocity throw. Yeah. It was like 66 miles per hour or something. Yeah. The tools are there, and like you said, if – if he's here at seven, I think the Raiders definitely go all for him. McDaniels wants a gunslinger. I think that that's kind of always the quarterback he's he's kind of gone for. And with Levis, you get a little bit of mobility too. Not the best, maybe. And Levis is also like six foot five. He's not going to be the easiest yeah, quarterback to take the, down as he well. He has so much prototypical size as well, like a Stroud type, where he yeah. is built. I agree. So now with Atlanta, they are also very excited because they can get their quarterback of the future with Anthony Richardson. Because you think they it, take a quarterback, they're they're done with Desmond Ritter already. I I just here's my only here's my only thought with Atlanta is Atlanta is set up more I think than any other team to try to ride it out with a young guy, and then if Ritter sucks. They are in better position than anybody else to get the number one pick in the draft next year. That's true. I feel like, though, with the hype that Richardson's getting, you you, kind of really can't pass – you can't pass up on – because every tool that Levis has, Richardson kind of has too, but better mobility. You know, the decision-making is – Probably not as great considering he was only a starter for one year in college. Six foot four frame broke all types of combine records. I think if you're Atlanta and you don't go after Lamar, I, I think if Richardson's there, that's that's eight for you. I think that's a home run pick. So you have Carolina. There's no, there's <laughs> no, uh, there's no QB left. No, no QB left. It's sad. It's tough. And that's that's what you get for not trading up if you're Carolina. Yeah. Um, any any positions you want to look at here? I mean, I would at this point it's like you you can go offensive lineman if you want, but like you're probably picking for a guard more than a tackle. So yeah. I mean, if you go like if you go anyone, I guess you go Skaronsky because he can go inside outside. I don't really, I don't really see why you would go Christian Gonzalez, but he seems like the best player available. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I would go Peter Skaronsky. I I think Skaronsky is definitively a guard. I do yes. not think he. I do not think he is a tackle uh, at the next level. I think at this point, you might as well get him, kick him into right guard. You have most of your offensive line put together. Trade yeah. back into the end of the first round and get Hendon Hooker. I don't know. Tanner McKee. Yeah. But I think I think you're also going to need to look at the possibility of Carolina moving up if the first round is you know going to shake out that way. I agree, and a lot of a lot of scouting reports. Apparently, it's the short arms for Skaronsky that would just yes, make him yes. smaller inside. And yeah, Icky Okonwu is good enough, right? He was a serviceable yeah. enough left tackle. He's still young. Yeah, um, I think they, they already have a right tackle, uh, Moten. Yeah, and they, I think they have Wyatt Teller in the right in right guard. So, or or Corbett, Austin Corbett. Sorry. Yeah. Who isn't bad at all? So, like, like you said, if you build up the line, feel like if a quarterback's not here, Reich is is fine rolling with a veteran. Um, potentially, maybe. Hey, Wentz is out there. Yeah, Wentz is out there. Lamar, maybe if if, if I I don't I didn't see if they said they weren't interested or not. Everybody said they weren't interested. Uh, Stafford, maybe I know that's a, it's an expensive contract, but Tepper just loves getting the old veterans and seeing if they'll work out. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go Skaronsky. Skaronsky, I love it. So now this is uh, – Philly has this pick from the New Orleans trade. I assume this was – this. Um, I don't know they, what trade this yeah. would have been in. Uh, this was last year uh, the Saints traded up for Olave. They traded up with Washington, though. 
Then they tra oh, this is sorry, not Olave. Uh, um, the other one that they got, Linderbaum. Lin Did they no. get Linderbaum or no, 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 no. who was it? Uh, uh, Northwestern, right? Who did they get? They got a lineman. They got a lineman. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> they got a lineman in like, at like 20 or something. And they traded up with the Eagles and they like gave them their first rounder. Yeah. 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 So again, this is a team that oh, just made, just made a Super Bowl. And now they're at pick number 10. And Penning. it was Penning, wasn't it? Oh, that's, I think that Penning. sounds right. Yes. Yeah, yep, Northwestern. Yep, yeah, you're right. Trick. Yep, Northwestern. That, I'd remembered the college before I remembered <laughs> the player's name. Yeah, that's a good point. So, you know, this is this is a team with so many free agents. And I'm at a, I'm at a, a crossroads here because I really want to go Christian Gonzalez because they're losing Bradbury. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you're already paying AJ Brown. Devonta Smith is going to be due for a contract, and Quez Watkins is your number three. So, like Smith and Jigba could be a fit here, but yeah. you know, losing Bradbury is going to hurt because other than Slay, you have nobody. So hey, I, I am Maddox, baby. Oh, God, I'm going to go Christian Gonzalez here at pick ten. He is he's awesome. I mean. Yeah, to run I think off. yeah, I think he. This is like the last spot he could go. I think he is a top ten prospect. Four three eight speed, and he's an elite man press corner. Yeah, he's My, big. Yeah, he's like six. He's like he's great cornerback size. My one issue though for the top three corners with Witherspoon, Gonzalez, and Porter, they're all very handsy. They love to play physical, which is good. You like that, but in the NFL, that's going to draw a flag a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that's my absolutely. one knock. And I, I think Gonzalez with, with Slay could be deadly. Uh, safety maybe here with Brian Branch if they really like him. It's a little high. It's a really Definitely a high. little high. It's it's tough because C.J. Gardner-Johnson is is probably gone. Which uh, is crazy because they really could have tagged him. And they could have gotten him, I think, for like 10 and a half. Yeah. I think, I think the issue is – like they don't know what their defense exactly is going to look like now that they're switching from Gannon and Gannon was such a big part, even though like the players kind of were hating on him on the way out. I feel like he so much like equipped his defense to what the players could do. So like a guy like Gardner Johnson really blew up on the scene. I feel like with the Eagles where yeah. with new Orleans, he was just a slot corner. Like, that was it. Um, I agree. Looking at the Titans here, this is a weird team because I don't know what they're doing because it seems like they're ripping it all down. Like, they're they're looking at trading Derrick Henry. Tannehill yeah. is gone. Uh, they traded A.J. Brown last year, obviously. Um, I think this, this selection right here comes down to do you view Traylon Burks as your future slot receiver uh, or yeah. are you good on that? Because to me, Jackson Smith and Jigba is yep. wide receiver one, but he is a slot receiver. Like he is a smooth slot receiver. Quentin Johnston is the wide receiver X. He is an outside guy. If Traylon Burks was your replacement for AJ Brown, Quentin Johnston has to be your outside receiver. If you do Jackson Smith and Jigba, I think you're honestly already starting, not necessarily punting on Traylon Burks, but you are already asking him to switch from a slot position to an outside receiver position. And then it does seem like you're kind of punting on that situation, which you don't want to get caught up with like things that you've already done in the past to impact your team going forward. That's kind of the number one rule. But I don't think you should punt on Burks already. So I guess I would go Quentin Johnston. He replaces Love Robert him. Woods. Yeah, I, God, this this this. I mean, who's team, throwing man. the ball? I don't know. Uh, I I don't mind honestly them going in with like Malik Willis and a veteran. But if you're doing Malik Willis, you can't run him the way that you did uh, last year when you put him in because that was bad. Tannehill is still bad. there under contract. I haven't heard I, anything. I think they're going to cut him. 
Interesting. And they're, my thing is if they're cutting everybody else, if you get rid of Luan, you're looking into trading Derrick Henry. You cut Robert Woods. You're getting rid of all of these guys. I don't see why you would keep Tannehill. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. But they definitely need a receiver, and, and Quentin Johnson is is awesome. I mean, the, the physical attributes alone just can scare any defense. Um, and that's why here at pick 12, let's get let's get CJ Stroud a pass catcher. Let's pair him back up His with Smith and Jigba, right? Yeah, I, I think no, that'd be I think great. that's perfect. Uh, Brandon Cooks is probably gone. He's been begging for a trade out for three Even years. Even if he's now. not, he's an outside receiver too. They they have an opening right at that slot position. Yeah, that uh, I, Smith and Jigba would fill. I think it's a great fit. Him and Stroud back together. Mm-hmm. Um, now the. The Jets here at 13, could this pick be moved for a trade of that for Aaron Rodgers, potentially? Oh, that's that's you never that's a know. Good point. That is so, a good point. Um, I mean, if you want to, we can make the trade because it seems like a lot of all factors are pointing to Rodgers going to the Jets, but it's completely up to you. It's your pick. Well, we'll keep it uh we'll keep it for now in the event that maybe they trade like a second rounder this year. And like a man. conditional or something. Um, but uh, if if I'm the Jets, I mean, there's this is kind of where it gets uh, a little tough because are you are you punting on Mackay Becton? Are you done? Oh. Are you done with that? Because Blaine like, Brown, you're 17. I mean, like I, to me, to me, you have to go get a tackle. Yep. Uh, and I, for me, I'm going Paris Johnson. I, I think that's I think that's the number one tackle. Um freak athlete, huge arms. Um I, I just I think if you're if you're getting Aaron Rodgers uh, and in this scenario you're trading the second round pick, you need to make sure he's staying upright. And that offensive line I think uh is viewed as better than it is because they've hit on a couple guys here and there in the draft. And then since Becton's impressive rookie year, I mean, he can't stay on the field. Not at all. Yeah. At so all. I think this is a, a good spot to you. Potentially if a receiver falls, they cut Braxton Berrios today. Corey Davis is probably Corey Davis is on the chopping block too. Yeah. If they don't sign someone in free agency, and and a guy like Smith and Jigba is is still around. I think I think that could be a good fit as well. But yeah, Paris Johnson is is kind of gone under the radar. No one's really talked about him, and he's awesome. Like he is, he plays with so much fire and physicality. That's what you love out of a tackle. You want a mauler. Yeah. So I think Paris Johnson's a great pick. Now fourteen. Oh God, I don't know why it says quarter a quarterback is a need because that's interesting for the Patriots. <laughs> Did um, they trade Mac Jones? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. This is is tough because I've seen a lot of tight end talk. I'm I'm kind of torn here on where to go. Offensive line, they can probably use some help, but th- I I could totally see this team throwing the house at Orlando Brown, something like that. You just never yeah. know. Yeah, um, they have. I think Win and Brown. Yeah, are both free agents. Where Win is a free agent and Brown's about to be. I think Win wins a free agent. I know that wins a free agent. Brown is next year. I think is what it is. Um, they have Matthew Judon. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go, dude. I really don't know. Secondary I mean, McCour- could McCourty could be, could be retiring. Could slide in Brian Branch. They do yeah. love their. Uh, they do love drafting defensive backs. Yeah, I think. I don't even know who are their corners like because is it just is it Jonathan Jones like is that it Jonathan Jones um I know JC Jackson left so they were running uh they were running multiple like rookies yeah like that's why Joey Porter could be an option but but the thing with Brian Branch is he could play safety and he's pretty good in coverage so yeah you could have him be a nickel slot corner yeah and and Kyle Duggar is kind of like a safety linebacker esque type to yeah. stop the run. So I think having two guys with good versatility 
makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that kind of gives you an interesting – yeah, that gives you defensive uh, capability. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jesse, in, in, um, in like two minutes after this pick, I got to start a new Zoom. Just heads up. Sounds good. So right, pick 15 to the Packers, all you. I'm going my top edge rusher that is still on the board. It is not their top uh, edge rusher, but it is Nolan Smith oh, uh, from Georgia. Um, I think he is just scratching the surface. I think he's an athletic freak. He has incredible bend, incredible top end speed. Um, I think he could be moved around on each edge. I think he could be a 4-3, a 3-4. Um, he constantly was going up against tackles that were much bigger than him, and he overpowered them. Um, he's going to need some reworking, but I think with Preston Smith probably gone next year, Nolan Smith would be a certified great pick for Green Bay. I agree. You, you know, Nolan, he was injured towards the end of last season, but yeah, he's, he's an athletic freak that not many people are talking about. Um, so first 15 picks done. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will continue. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second half of our NFL Mock Draft for 2023. Again, this is pre-free agency, pre-trades, minus number one, of course, because all signs indicate to the Bears moving number one. So, Jesse, we pick off, we pick up last pick, Nolan Smith out of Georgia to Green Bay. We'll get to an edge rusher. So now I sit here with Washington, and I, for one, am very excited because I sit here with Washington and say, okay, there, it seems that they're rolling with Howell. You know, offensive tackles at 16, there aren't many deserving, I'd say, of this right now if Paris Johnson's off the board. Um, linebackers, there's not really many great linebackers in the class. Same with interior offensive linemen. You know, if I'm Washington, if, uh, you know, Cyrus O'Torrance, if you're really high on him and you want to go with him here, okay, Um Offensive tackle-wise, Dewan Jones, okay. Mm-hmm. Broderick Jones, okay. But I'm sitting here and, and very excited for Joey Porter Jr. I know you probably yeah. would want him on the Steelers. But, you know, with Washington. Oh, no, you can take him. Constantly for years, Washington has rolled out Kendall Fuller, who is good, who is very good, but sometimes gets beat. And they draft some guy in the fifth, sixth round, and that's their CB2. And they get they burned lose. every year. Because they're bad. So, yeah, I mean, with Fuller, St. Juice is a slot guy. I, I think St. Juice would, would be a lot better in the slot. Tight end also is another option here for Washington with Eric Bieniemy now, who loves his tight ends. But this is a pretty deep tight end class. You could trade up in the second maybe if, if you want one. Um, Again, Joey Porter Jr., incredible size for a corner, very lanky. He's a man corner guy. Um, commits a little bit too many penalties. Like I said, very physical corner. Uh, I didn't see what he ran at the combine, but I feel like if it was bad or really good, I would have heard about it. So probably pretty average. Um, so yeah, I, I think Joey Porter Jr. is a great pick. Yeah, you guys have uh struggled at corner for a while, especially with the uh William Jackson signing, et cetera, et cetera. Steve, I can't hear you. Are you muted? Sorry, Jesse. Got a call from my mom there. <laughs> nice. All right. So Joey Porter Jr. off the board, and it's time to head into the Steel City for your boys, Pittsburgh Steelers. There's a couple, there's a couple uh options on the board here. I honestly do not mind going either Dewan Jones or uh or uh Broderick uh okay. Jones. I don't. I don't mind going either of them. I think Anton I, Harrison is fine as well. But I've also, I've never heard of Anton Harrison, by the way. <laughs> Anton Harrison is a big. He's a day like he's a day one starter. Like he's a. He's he is. A, he's a really good pass blocking tackle. Six five. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Uh. He's big. He's like three. He's huge. If we're talking um, big, though, Dewan Jones. I mean. This guy's fucking nuts. 
He's like, he's so, yeah. I like, I mean, I feel like the Steelers need to go tackle so bad. They need the offensive line help. Yeah. Um, but that being said, if you are reaching here, I think there's also another play where you do Jordan Addison and Ooh. you put him back together with Pickett. Okay. And I think I'm going to do that because it's the flashier one. It's fun, too. Yeah. Jordan it's Addison. He he wants to go there too. He said, he wants you know, to go. tell him to put me and Kenny back together. They need, a, they need a third receiver. It's it's Deontay and it's uh it's Pickens. Have you guys paid Deontay yet? Yes, we extended him a little bit. I don't think it was like a full scale, but I think it was like a two year extension. Okay, yeah, because I knew he he was in the Terry AJ Brown Debo class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pickens is a stud. Deontay has shown success over the years, and Addison I think fits perfect in the slot. I mean, he he can you yeah. can really put him he takes, or he takes Deontay over what Claypool slot. does, um, <laughs> and gives them a much different slot receiver. Yeah, and it's 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 your quarterback's old best friend, so that's also a great thing, especially if it keeps the quarterback happy. So yeah, I I think it's a great pick. I think Jordan Addison a little bit of a not the greatest combine. He didn't kind of show out, but Nevertheless, I mean, the tape speaks for itself. Um, so now we're at 18. We already had Detroit take a secondary with Devin Witherspoon. Now, I'm really thinking they traded TJ Hawkinson, didn't they? Right? I mean. They did trade Hawkinson, yeah. Yep. Like a good tight end class here. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a toss-up. I mean, Kincaid – could be tight end one or Michael Mayer from Notre Dame mm-hmm. is also a really good one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with Kincaid here just because he's a little bit more athletic and elusive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mayer's the better blocker. But let's be honest, the Lions have a really good offensive line and they always. Win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not worrying about a tight end blocking. Kincaid, I think, kind of maybe similar to Hawkinson a bit. Maybe not as big, but definitely faster good hands, and can give them another Probably option. Probably a better run blocker. Hawkinson is not a good run blocker. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver-wise, I mean, they have Jamison Williams, so why not get another pass catcher for for, for Goff here? I like. I think it's a good, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, I agree. All right, Tampa well, you're Bay. The, you're Tampa. I mean, they need, you, a need lot. A lot, you need a lot of positions at this point. Uh, I think you go with the best available player, which to me at this stage is probably Brian Brazi, yep. uh, the interior defensive lineman from Clemson. Um, I think you could probably get maybe better immediate impact players at maybe a quote-unquote more important position, but I think just for me right now, Brazi is the highest ceiling left. If you're the Buccaneers, you're kind of in a really weird spot where you won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Some of that team is still kind of around. Most of it is on the way out. You have pieces that are win now, but overall, most of it is kind of in flux. So you might as well just kind of go with a high upside guy. And Brissy, he he can be a game wrecker. He has that capability. He is he's good. Um, maybe not the greatest. You know, maybe. Coming out of he, high school, he I mean, was getting mocked. He was getting mocked much higher earlier in the process. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, the physical, yeah, the physical attributes really gets this higher for him. Decent pass rushing ability, but I think he's going to be a much better run stuffer. And yeah. he's super strong. Like the kid's massive. So to me, he he reminds me of like a, a smaller kind of Dexter Lawrence. That's uh, that's a good. Obviously, good obviously the Clemson uh, connection there, but. Uh, I think he, I think he's similar to Lawrence is going to take a couple of years to kind of come into his own. Yeah. So if yeah. you're Tampa, you have those couple of years to spare. Yeah. And, and Tampa's interesting because, like you said, at the moment, I mean, they have Kyle Trask as their only quarterback. They cut Leonard yeah. Fournette. Levante David, I saw today, is leaving for, to test free agency. Jamal Dean's a free agent. So Devin they, White was putting up that, like, uh, this is probably his last year upcoming. Because uh, he's like he was putting up stuff on his Instagram. Yeah. So Mike Evans, I heard, was maybe getting traded. 
That'd be interesting. But they they need a quarterback. Like, I don't know who they're going to get, but there's obviously – you're not going to reach for one here. Just like you said, take the best player available. Uh, I think Percy is a good, really good pick. Um, so pick 20 is Seattle again, and we had Seattle take uh, Tyree Wilson, fifth overall. They got their edge rusher. Um, I don't know here. I mean, secondary's kind of set. There's really no safety here that you can that's worthy enough of taking this high. Interior offensive line, maybe, uh, you know, Cyrus O'Torrance is the name that kind of pops up, but again, a little high. Um, do they need a receiver? DK? I, I was going to say DK Lockett keeps getting hurt. I think they could be in the receiver market. Zay Flowers would be a really cool fit. I think Zay Flowers would be an interesting fit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Zay Flowers. You know, they obviously are investing in Geno Smith to be there for a long time. They have the running back. They have the wide receiver one. Lockett also is, you know, up there in age a bit. He also has had – he's had neck problems in the past. Um, is, this is a team that found their tackle with Abraham Lucas, right? I mean, he was what, yeah. third, fourth-round pick. Yeah, well, and Charles team. Cross. Oh, Cross too? Yeah, like they yeah. – they, they they've Russell Wilson left and they all of a sudden could find a serviceable yeah. offensive lineman. Yeah, they had an incredible draft last year. Um like I said, no linebackers. We already had them take an edge rusher. I, I think I think offense is, is a good spot to go here. Yeah, 110%. <clears throat> Chargers. Chargers here. Uh I don't think there is a receiver left. Uh, with flowers coming off the board that warrants that. That being said, I think pass catcher wise, you go Michael Mayer, uh, because I believe they are out of tight ends. Parham, I, the only, pa- Parham, I, right? I was going to say, I think Parham is the only one they have signed right now because Everett was on a one year deal. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it just it seems like a Chargers pick. Like it seems. It seems like a pick that they probably don't need it as their number one, number two, or number three thing. So that's why they will do it. Because it's kind of a need. And they want to make Justin Herbert happy. And I think somebody in... Like, their receiving core is already struggles with availability. Yep. And they're probably going to have to get rid of somebody, i.e. Keenan Allen, to help with their cap situation. I think they uh, – I saw today they restructured both him and Mike Williams. So it seems, they... it seems like they're pushing it back a year. Like I feel like next year it, Keenan Allen's probably going to have to get cut. Especially if he misses like the classic like 9-10 games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I I think it's a great pick. I mean, I've seen people comp Mayor to some of the best in the game. So he comes from Notre Dame too. Good track record of tight ends. Six seven. Yeah, both him and uh, Darnell Darnell Washington are six seven. So yeah. good year for the tight ends if you need one. Um, so the Ravens at twenty two is interesting now, obviously with the Lamar news, and this is a team that still can't find a wide receiver, and. You know, in our scenario, there are no wide receivers worthy of taking this high. No, I don't think so. Um, they have Mark Andrews at tight end. The running back situation seems fine. Do they need a tackle? Like, I I don't even know their offensive line. I think their offensive line is okay enough. If they need anything, I would say it would be a guard. But I think corners uh, yeah. would be their number one thing at this point. <clears throat> Maybe an edge rusher. I'm thinking of uh, yeah, edge rusher is interesting because, you know, you know what? I'm gonna go Miles Murphy. I think. Mm-hmm. I think Miles Murphy's got some pretty good upside. Clemson guy, yeah. Ojabo. You don't really know with him with the torn Achilles. I know he played a little bit last mm-hmm. year, but nothing crazy. This is also an old defensive line. I mean, they still roll out Calais Campbell. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Miles Murphy. 
from Clemson to the Ravens. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a good pick. Yeah. Minnesota. So Minnesota has not been able to stop the run for years, it seems like. So I think I'm going to go Kalijah Kansi. Okay. Who has slid up a lot of boards recently. Yeah. Uh, I I don't have him that that high. I still have him below Brazi as as well as interior defensive linemen. But, I mean, if you're the Vikings, as far as this draft is concerned, you need to go defense, 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 and then defense. You need a pick at every single level. I don't care first round if you're going defensive line or if you're going corner, but you need to get multiple levels of defense because, wow, it's bad. It was bad. It was really, really bad. Uh, Steve, you're getting a call again. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that the whole year everyone kind of knew that they were frauds, and they go and give up, what, 35, 38 points to the Giants twice uh, to that, yeah. towards the end of the year. So, yeah, I mean – They were like 11-0 and 0 in one-score games because yeah. they had to win on the last possession yep. of games over and over and over again. Yeah, I like I like Cansey. I mean, I really don't know much about him, but I height-wise, I think he's six foot, so – for a defensive tackle, it's a little tough, but he did run a well, like a four four or something, or four five. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's a, uh he can give you some interior pass rush as well. So he's more of like a three down, uh, d- interior lineman. Yeah, you know, I think Canty's a good pick. They're they're going to need something to help that defensive line because interior they're not great at all. Um, so Jacksonville now is on the board and. I feel like tackle. It's probably a good place to go here. Maybe interior offensive line, corner too. They cut a uh, Shaq Griffin. I saw because I mean Tyson Campbell was pretty good last year. Mm-hmm. He, Tyson he, Campbell he, was very good. He stepped it up. They did they ever sign? Um, who's the tackle? The left tackle, Cam yeah, Robinson. Cam, Cam Robinson. I don't. I know they tagged him last year, and then I think they ended up signing him. Yeah, Juwan Taylor maybe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think they 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 kind of went heavy on the defense last year in the That's, draft. Oh yeah, with Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma and stuff. So I'm gonna take Broderick Jones. More offensive line help for Trevor Lawrence. It, it can't hurt. I, I, I like Broderick a lot. I think Broderick has a uh, room to grow as well. You might be able able to kick Jawan Taylor into guard. Yeah, he, he was more of a shorter, stockier player. So, yeah, I, I think I think Broderick Jones to the to them makes sense. Now you're sitting here as the Giants. Obviously, everybody knows the Giants' number one need is wide receiver or tight end, realistically, and. Both the main guys for those are kind of gone. You need a center. You don't go a center this high. Yeah, no. Um, I mean. Do you go uh, receiver? I, I really don't. I, there's not a receiver that I would feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't like any of these guys as like a. Like, the Giants would be drafting for a number one receiver. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Like that is that is what they need. I don't think there's any guys there um, that could be. I think I don't like reaching for Washington here uh, as yeah. far as a tight end. Uh, do you give up a Z, Do you give up kind of on Aziz Ajilari and all the edge rushing kind of things that they've had? Do you take another edge rusher? Yeah, I mean, ugh, it's tough. I think. Uh... And, the offensive line also hasn't exactly been great other besides uh, Andrew Thomas. I feel like a uh, cornerback could be a good move here. I mean, that, yeah, yeah, they rolled out who De- Deontay Holmes in last year. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, even I tell think you. Deont- I, I do think Deontay Banks could be interesting. Yeah. 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 Let's go Deontay Banks. He's a, he's a playmaker in the secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they, they I mean, having to get rid of Bradbury last year just because of the cap uh, really felt pretty bad on the Giants. And I mean, watching him having a great year with the Eagles throughout the whole season uh, had to have been tough. Yeah, it, it definitely hurts. Um, so other NFC East rival now at 26 with the Cowboys. They tagged Tony Pollard, probably going to let Dalton Schultz walk, so that could be an option. Defensively-wise, um, I don't necessarily think they're hurting in any spot too much. They, they're they usually pretty good at just kind of finding guys and plugging them in on the defense, and they work out pretty well. Uh, linebacker, I would say, if there was a good enough linebacker to take at this point, because, you know, they use Parsons on the edge. Um, I really like the potential fit of um, Will McDonald, maybe, other side of Parsons. I think I was going to say, I think McDonald could give him is almost a Parsons-like yeah. player, where if you can kind of run them both on the same defense, it would be pure chaos if you could make it work. But I do, I actually really like uh, that comp. Yeah, I do too. The other thing is they could use some help in the, in the secondary, because I mean, only Next having to Trayvon Diggs, yeah, yeah, they don't have that secondary, yeah, quarter um, spot locked up. I think the combine definitely raised Will McDonald a bit, so I'm going to grab him here, and that that's a that's a lethal edge rush duo. Yeah, the Bills. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think the Bills finally reached. Got to take that guard. Uh, I think Cyrus Torrance probably got to be that guy, other than uh, Osiris Torrance. Uh, I mean, Steve Avia also had a pretty solid combine. I think he's more of a second-round uh, pick, though. Day two, um, yeah. Uh, as far as the Bills are concerned, that offensive line uh, did not hold up throughout the year. Um, I think it continues to break down throughout the year, uh, and they rely on Josh Allen too much to use his legs. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a thing that they hit on too often enough in the draft. So I think using a first-round pick on it here would be good. I agree. I think if they sign some good alignment and free agency, go Bijan Robinson, right? Like, just fuck it. I think that yeah. could be a cool fit. They, cause they're still going to roll out freaking Devin Singletary. Like, come on. Uh, so 28 here with the Bengals. They gotta still go, need – Got to go tackle. Yeah, they gotta still need offensive tackle. line help. I'm going to grab Dewan go Jones here. Jones. Yeah. I'm going to go Dewan Jones physical freak. I mean, Jonah Williams still can't stay healthy. Lael mm-hmm. Collins is probably going to get cut. I think it just, it, it it's, they need something to stay consistent for them. So they got to take <clears throat> another risk. I think I'm going to have the Steelers trade up here from 33 Got to it. 29. Uh, Steelers, Steelers. What do you think they would give up? Uh, throw like an extra like third rounder in there or something. It does it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I think they move up here, grab Anton Harrison, okay. and uh, Anton Harris. Oh, the tackle. Yep, right there, tackle right there from Oklahoma. Uh, they need help on the offensive line. Uh, I think. Uh, this this way you at least get a fifth year option on him as well. If he turns into a nice option, um, works out well for you. Yeah, I mean they've who who were their tackles this year? I couldn't even tell you. Oker, uh, I think it was Dan Moore Jr. was the left, uh, and then I think uh, Okafor oh. was still the right. Yeah, it sounds right. They're not rolling out Villain away anymore. No, he was a Raven a couple of years ago. I think he's retired now. Um, so that puts us at Philly, and you're gonna do it, aren't you? I, I really want to take Bijan just because I know yeah. that I, I know that Sanders is gone, and this is a team that's pretty loaded. We had Philly take um, Christian Gonzalez, so they got their secondary help. Interior defensive line could be an option here, just because. I've already went Jordan Davis last year. Yeah, I know that um like Fletcher Cox is probably gone. You know, edge rusher, they still have 
Josh Sweat. Reddick. Reddick. Yeah, he's I think he's a free agent, but yeah. Um wide receivers, there's not many great to take here. So just just screw it, right? I mean, just take Bijan. He's he's the total package, man. Like Yeah. I haven't heard like one negative thing about his game at all. Yeah. And if you're, uh, if, if you're sitting there as the Chiefs, I go uh, I go Van Ness pretty quickly. Um, I think if you're the Chiefs, you're trying to replace some of the stuff that you are going to lose. Um, yeah. Chiefs are probably going to lose Frank Clark, probably going to lose McCole Hardman. Yep. Probably going to maybe lose Orlando Brown. So yep. if that's the case, you got to replace something. I don't think there's a tackle available. I don't think there's a good enough wide receiver available. You could probably grab one in the second round. Jalen Hyatt's probably there in the second round. So, yeah. yeah. There it is. First. Uh, and the Miami Dolphins don't get a first round pick because of collusion. Yep. They do not. So, only 31 picks in the first round. So, it was a fun. This was a fun one, Jesse. Next time we'll do more trades, obviously, who we think could yeah. move up. Um, Bryce Young ends up one in our mock and ends with Lucas Van Ness. Um, like I said, next mock will be after free agency happens, probably more towards kind of mid April. Maybe we can do two more in there, but at the moment, this is mock number one. So thank you all for watching and we'll see you in the next one.